You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Y'all. Yo, that intro was slamming. No lie, y'all. I thought I was about to get ready to get revved up. You know what I'm saying? Get well behind Better run. It's about to play. I told you. That's it. Uh, we're back again. It's your boy Zeus. Back for another exciting episode of Blunt Talk. We got a real special one today. And my brother in the studio, Dutch Diggler, Baltimore's finest. Copenhagen's favorite adopted son. Whoa. Dutch Diggler. That is a hell of an intro, man. I need to start taking you on the road with me, man. I mean, look, we can negotiate it. I'm not mad at it. I mean, first, <laughs> first and foremost, you saying that shit in English. So that's a big help to me when I'm, when I'm over there. That's what you need, right? My man got me up in the building. Zeusy, baby. Yes, sir. Proud of you, boy. This looking good up in here. Man, I appreciate you. This is my brother right here. We've been through a lot. We're going to get into that, man, and I can't wait for it. Can't wait to have him here, y'all. want to start off and let you know, anybody listening to this, brother, wherever you are right now, whatever you got going on, okay, whatever life has handed you in this moment, highs, lows, in-betweens, you are enough, and you matter. All right, if you woke up today... And you can hear the sound of my voice. You are blessed, chosen, and highly favored, and you deserve happiness and success above all else. Facts. So we're going to start with that because we want to let you know that that's where we're at. That's the vibe. Blunt talk, real people, real stories, real shit. Another resource here for you because now we talk mental health on this show, but it's not always easy to just open up about these conversations. Everybody knows that, right? It's not It's not always easy to just be like, oh, I'm going through something, or oh, I'm depressed, or, you know, like, it's hard. We're human beings, right? That's our programming. Yeah, you, you got to kind of, well, it's, it's either way. You, you, you could be like that and, you know, tell everybody what's going on and have that woe is me, but it's, you know, always been kind of taboo or frowned upon you know. We had to change the narrative. I mean... Nothing wrong with having feelings, nothing having wrong with things happen to you in your life and reaching out and needing help. I ain't gonna lie. Like, you know, how, how I grew up and coming from Baltimore City, I very much was, like, on that. And it's still kind of hard to shake, but, like, the world's changing. And, like, I I have to change my mindset because there's nobody else like me coming from, like, where I'm coming from now that's really seeing it. Like, not saying, like, you know, my stuff is worse than anybody else's, but, like, right. that sort of, uh, that mental conditioning, that 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 old-school mental conditioning, that is that is a, a lost art. Suck it up, right? <laughs> you know a, what I mean? It's a, that's, a, that's the truth. It is a, that it is. is a lost art to just be able to get through it. And if you can't get through it, right, if you need a stranger... Somebody you don't know, somebody to talk to. We got a resource here for you. We got the National Suicide Hotline. I'm going to give you that number. It's 1-800-273-8255. They are open 24 hours a day. 
seven days a week, 365 days a year. All right. If you need somebody and you feel like just speaking to a stranger without judgment, there is somebody there for you 24 hours a day. That is a fact. I'll give you that number one more time. 1-800-273-8255. I got a resource here for you. Got to give a shout out to my brother, Michael. He's got a podcast out right now called The Other Side. And he's he's been my brother for a long time. And I'm so blessed to have gotten to be a part of this project and been just to get to hear about it and get to have conversations with him on it. It's been, it's a life's work kind of thing. The Other Side Podcast covers book one of the Wanderer series and his past life recollection, which weaves together four historical timelines. From a Boston suburb in the 80s to the south side of Chicago in the 50s and 60s, and from Berlin's roaring 20s to the south side of France in 1888. History blends with the supernatural in this timeless love story, which shows, among other things, how Vincent Van Gogh really lost his ear. Yes, sir, I said it. Word. You can find this on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or on their website, thewanderer.tv. Stay tuned, folks. This show is going to be great. I'm really stoked for him, really proud of him. He's working on the second season right now. It's just, you got your brothers out there, they're just doing it. Yeah, man, he's got his ear to the street, the one that he's got left. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Vincent, my man. Vincent Van Gogh. Oh. Dutch, my brother. This has been something. I swear to God, every episode is, this has been a long time coming, but really, bro, this has been a long time coming. We... Have been through some real shit together. Yeah. Some real shit together. Yeah. Some life-changing bonding shit. You know what I mean? Just like something where it's like you just understand each other on a different level. And and that's why I had to have him on here today. But I want to give a little bit of background on you, man. Tell the tell everybody where you're from. Tell a little bit about some things that you've done. A little bit about where your passions are before we get into that. All right. Well, uh... First of all, just want to give a shout out to everybody tuning in. Mm-hmm. Keep tuning in to my boy. He's he's dropping some some good shit that everybody need to hear. That positive positive vibe that we all need to be on. I'm from a uh, Baltimore City, West Side. Word. Shout out Cherry Hill. Shout out EA. Mm. Shout out Jennifer Clan. Shout out Cottrell Clan. Shout out the new. Um, background, I mean, like, I got to give first and foremost props to the creator for for bringing me together and, and putting me in a situation where I, I had a chance to travel the world and sing and do these great performances and concerts and tours and be on the radio and make music with my four best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a journey that, like, took me from Baltimore all throughout the U.S., um, really got a chance to see the world when we uh, got picked up for the Busta Rhymes tour. And uh, that was from, like, St. Petersburg, Russia, to Milano, Italy. Wow. That was crazy. My man's worldwide. Bro, and I'm, I'm doing it with my bros, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, life. That like, is some life dream shit, bro. Real talk. Real talk. Wow. And and like you know, I had that that, that full blown industry experience, and and I'm thankful to say that I'm still relevant to this day. Um, 
I went from that, and then I, I started figuring out, like, how am I going to monetize this and turning this into something that, a, that could be a profitable future and something that I can ultimately use to give back. Mm-hmm. I'm big on giving back. I'm, I'm big on coming back and making sure I can give the same opportunities and, and network and open platforms for people to communicate and make great things happen. Um, so I got turned on to this uh, publishing studio. I got on to the publishing game. I started realizing that outside of America, you know, R&B, hip-hop was still popular, and it didn't have to be in the language of that country. Like, they needed they needed to hear that English. So, so you know, I got in. Uh, Shout-out to Andre Van Voigt. Shout-out to Yuri Lutz. Those are my homies out in um, in Cologne, Germany, and they're the ones that kind of put me on, on the publishing game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, man, I was just like, in the studio, just doing a lot of writing, top line and vocal referencing. And then one fateful day I get on this train and I basically when I when I was in Cologne, Germany, like, you know, I was working with people who like, you know, were very mature and had their lives together, had kids and wives and, you know, I'm coming from Baltimore. I'm, I'm wilding. Like, you know, as, soon, as soon as we done with the studio, I'm like, all right, what's popping? And they're looking right. at me like, you know, I got to go home for dinner. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not trying to hear that noise. So, you know, after like two weeks of like just seeing me make this face around the studio every time Friday came because I knew they was going to take me to some bullshit I didn't want to do, they gave me a, uh, a U-Rail pass. And this was good for all of Europe, bruh. So, like, you, you get on this. It was a first-class ticket. I could hop on any train, first class, and it would take me there, reserve seat, everything. They even had, like, my oh. little my little name above, like, the seat, and the dude would bring me, like, a little coffee and tea and stuff. Oh, it was, my God. It was, I, was, I was doing it right. Yeah. So I turned it into, like, this little game on the weekends because, you know, like, I had been to Europe on tour, but, like, tours fast. You know, you yeah. in the city for, like, a day. A day, maybe. So I was like having all these flashbacks of how tour was. So like I wanted to go back and revisit these cities. So every weekend I would go to um to the train station. It was this uh this train station by the Cathedral Dome, right? And I would play this game called Train Station Roulette, right? Oh, I, I like this already. Right. So like, you know, first of all, you know, yeah, I had to get right, you know. So I get a get a ride over to the uh to the train station and the goal was to hop on a train, any train that was leaving within a span of uh five to fifteen minutes, right? Oh. So bro, this worked out good a couple times. Like, you know, I went to some some cool places. So then like uh I saw Copenhagen and I remember like being there and I remember like, damn, I remember going to Christiania. Because that's mm-hmm. the spot over there, like, you know, where, like, you know, it's got its own republic inside the city. You can go there and smoke, and it's very much like a bohem- bohemian hippie-type vibe. But, like, they play hip-hop and reggae 24-7. Wow. You can burn down, you know what I'm saying? There's there's there's, there's some it's joint. like a haven. Bro, there's some joints walking around, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good spot. So I was like, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to hop on this train. Mm-hmm. Mind you, my black ass not looking at no maps, no GPS. I just see that Copenhagen is leaving in 10 minutes, so boom, I hop on the train. Committed. He's mm. all in. So I am the sleep king. You put me anywhere, I pass the fuck out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I-, I will adjust to this. Bro. I live with this motherfucker for almost two years. Oh my that God. is facts. I could do that shit <laughs> s- standing the fuck up, like straight up. <laughs> Arms crossed. Head down. Bro, 
Yeah. Oh, give, giving you my all. That's it. Giving it everything you got, bro. You, you listening to my spirit animal <laughs> when I'm when I'm asleep. Oh, man. <laughs> all three real. of them yelling in the room, At having the a fight with each time. other. So, bro, I'm on this train, and it's like I pass out, and I wake up like good eight hours late. I'm still on the fucking train. I'm like, holy shit. Where the fuck am I going? It's like, you know, we pull off at a stop, and I, like, stick my head out. It's like some long-ass name. I can't read the shit, so I just stay on the train. <laughs> Go back to sleep. When I wake up, man, it's like 1 p.m. the next day. And when I get off the train, it looked like fucking Mardi Gras outside. Like, it was just electric. Boom, 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 boom. Fucking, like, people, like, dressed up and blowing bubbles. I, I didn't, it looked like a combination, like, Mardi Gras. Like, with, I like, went to Wonderland. Bro, I didn't know. <laughs> you should have seen me, man. I was holding on my backpack, like, to my chest, both arms crossed, looking like a little bitch. Just like, <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck was going on out there. And come to find out, it's the, it's this thing they do every year called Distortion. It's like the biggest like uh, music or electronic music festival in Scandinavia, and they like do like these parties for like a good five seven days straight, bro. Wow! Like every part of Copenhagen is like responsible or like has a permit to, for like that neighborhood to throw parties. So like that shit, like I'm talking music where that that shit didn't end till like 10 a.m. I remember one night like. I had to take a night off, like, legit. Like, it was going on my third night in a row, and, like, I got home at, like, 9 a.m. And I just needed some fucking sleep, man. And these motherfuckers, but I yelled out the window like an old-ass person, shut the fuck up! <laughs> Leave me alone! <laughs> Turn your damn music Go down. to bed! Why, why won't y'all go to bed? Please go to bed. And they're like, no, 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 see, mm. you came here. Mm. That's not how it works, my friend. So, so You learned that day. Bro. <laughs> I'm I'm uh I'm I'm going to this nighttime party. I'm I slept till like 7 p.m. and I woke up and like I met somebody from America. Like, bro, we gotta go to this party. It's out way past Christiania. Some fucking I, I know the area now because I've been living in Copenhagen. It's called Refin. Okay. And like, but like, you gotta walk. Like, I'm from the city. I'm from Baltimore City, West Side. Like, I ain't big on walking through no fucking woods. But I was definitely walking through some woods. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking the joint. Like, what the Talking fuck is going on? to yourself but, the but, whole time. Yeah, like, the whole man, time. Like, what the I'm, fuck? You, you know? die out here. But I could hear it in the background. That <laughs> boom, boom, I'm like, all right, cool. So we are getting close. Went out there, partied my ass off, man. Like, once again, like, walking back to my hotel. It's like 4 o'clock in the morning. But, like, that night, I happened to see in the distance... This dude that was like, it looked like a drunken, fucked up version of Thriller. Like the zombie, but the zombie's all drunk, not doing the cool choreography. And it's this motherfucker. It's just a tragedy. Yeah, bro, it's so bad, man. It's like, <laughs> it's like this little pathway in the middle of the city called, uh, my Danish is very shitty. It's called the, the, the Stroke, the Stroke, right? And it's like this, it's like this fucking cobblestone pathway where it's like, Almost looks like a little Rodeo Drive, right? Okay, now I can see it. Yeah, all the nice department stores are there. A lot of people walk through, a lot of traffic. And I see this dude trying to light a cigarette, right? But, like, he's, like, leaning. And, like, he's, like, walking. Like, it looks like he's falling, but he's just gaining momentum. 
and he bounces off a wall. Like, he bounces off, like, a display store. But mind you, this shit is, like, 200 feet from each other. So, like, watching this shit happen is, like, taking a long-ass time. Yeah, yeah. But he's not falling at the same time. So he's doing this shit, and he's walking towards me. I'm walking towards him. I'm just like, God damn, this motherfucker going to fuck his shit up. Right. Trying to light this cigarette. So when he gets closer to me, he's kind of walking in my path, and he's... Both his feet get caught in this cobblestone sidewalk. And he hits this Michael Jackson fucking smooth criminal lean, bro, <laughs> trying to light the cigarette. And I caught him just before his face hit the ground and that cigarette smashed and went in his face, right? Right. First thing I say when I look at him, I'm like, yo, you got to be careful in these streets, son. <laughs> <laughs> that ended up being... Like my OG partner for real, man. To, no this, shit. To, to this day. Shout out, shout out Alexander Keller to the Keller clan. Katie, what up? Mr. What up, George, Katie? what up? The twins. Yeah, but like, and honestly, from that point, meeting that person, that was a very integral part of me like going overseas and what ended up happening being me being inside the music industry getting a chance to actually be back out and performing music and being on the radio in a totally different region like my dude alex like he he basically like helped me get on by just introducing me to people all, all you got to do really and you know me you just put me in a room and i, I i'm good and i'm, I'm automatic good. you know what i'm saying and what happened was, like, from that moment on, man, I just kind of developed and had, like, this rapport not only with the people in Germany, I had it with the people in Denmark now. Mm-hmm. And, like, this was just around time when, like, Bryson Tiller, like, was coming out with, like, Trap Soul, and The weekend was, like, really starting to bump off. Like, I was on a vibe. Like, like my music style, and y'all, y'all got to check me out on Spotify, Dutch Diggler, shameless plug, but I'm all about it. Yeah, you was gonna get to a platform for that anyway, but throw it out and throw yeah. it out to him. D U T C H D I G L E R. That's one G for y'all right there. But you know, my style would be more like you know, my man. If, if John Legend, you know, decided to do trap music, like okay, you know, all right, I'm everybody. So now, now y'all gotta check it out for yourself and see what you think. Shout out affiliated. That's the family. So, you know, just to wrap it up, it was just like from from that point on, like. I just started meeting people in, in the same thing I was doing in Germany. I just started doing it in Copenhagen and I caught on to this vibe and I met up with this creative collective. I mean, like, it's probably the most talented group of people I've ever been around in, I could say, the past decade. And they're just on a good path. And it's like, I'm there doing music shit, but I'm also, like, more on the business side and the publishing side now. Right. And that's a good, that's a good, that's a good space for me to be i can do music at my own pace over there i got love on the radio but at the same time like you know i'm trying to help these guys with this transition of not only like you know being like a major factor in their city but like also to make that transition over here i want to bring them over for these music conferences get them in front of these labels over here but i still want to also go around that that independent route too they strong enough to do to do tours out here i think yeah yeah well we're gonna have them come through the studio yeah, man. So when they stateside, y'all would love that. And then when he came back from Copenhagen, he met my homie, Bernie. Shout out, Burn. Shout out to Burn. Uncle Burn, let's go. Where you at? Where you at? We love you. 
Uh, and Bernie and I were living together. And then Bernie and I got a place. And Dutch and I just connected instantly. He's staying on our couch. And then she went back to Switzerland. And the pandemic hit. And nobody could, and she couldn't get back into America. So I had to find a new roommate. I couldn't get back into Europe. So he had to find a new roommate <laughs> and a place to stay. And he went from staying on the couch, he came back and had a room. And we lived together. And, like, man, when I told y'all that Dutch and I have been through some shit, this man and I pooled our last dollars and cents together. So that we could eat a meal. It was at that level. Right? It's like, well, how much you got? Well, how much you got? Okay, well, let's put it together and we can each eat something and feed ourselves for like two days. And we were broke as a joke, man, living in that apartment in North Hollywood. I wasn't even supposed to be in California. Right. He was (laughs) supposed to be in Europe back in Copenhagen and he ended up here. And the pandemic hit and it was just like, man... Mm. 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 Imagine going on vacation and you just gotta live where you end up. Yeah, like it's bad enough. Copenhagen like is expensive as shit. Don't get me wrong, it's a beautiful place. Right, plan your shit out. Yes, but like coming back here, I was just like burning through shit, bro. And it was just at the end of the day, it was just like, bro, I gotta figure this shit out, man. But like that's what it is, right? <sighs> it's 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 figuring it out, and that's that's exactly what we did. Yeah, it's figure it out. Yeah. So we made it up out that apartment. Oh my god! <laughs> Literally, made it up out that apartment. You still don't know no Spanish, do you? Fuck you! <laughs> Poquito mas, baby. Poquito mas. Huh? Let's go. I know some Spanish. I put, I put some work in. But man, and now he went back to Europe, came back, stayed with me and my girl, and it's just like a whole world apart. You know, we've we've made such strides and such progress. And I remember those times when we had to pool our pennies for a fucking meal. Mm-hmm. That's some real shit. Yeah. Who are you down with, right? That's why he had to get on the show. Who you're down with is who you're down with. You know, feel, you feel me? Like, that's it. And... And I love this dude so much because now, like, things are blooming. Things are happening for both of us. Life is an absolute fucking blessing. Like, shit, I just got back today. We came through and scooped him up. My girl and I just got back. It was our one-year anniversary. Yeah, congratulations. Oh, man, thank you. Look, she was like... Shout out to the missus. "Mm, Shout out to Farron. I love you, babe. Damn. Lucky and blessed. You know, like, take some time. To appreciate the things that you used to pray for that you have in your life right now. Mm. That is what I will say. Because a year ago when I went on a hike with this woman, and she was doing a sex ed seminar that night, sent me to Staples to print out pictures of dicks, and I did it without hesitation. It was like, here, this is what you need, images of the reproductive systems. I sent it to her and just because she was trying to educate and teach people. She didn't even tell me what was on the drive before I got there. And I just opened these pictures up. And I'm like, oh, okay, there's like eight people behind me, guys, just laughing. I'm like, Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Man, best decision, I, best trip to Staples I've made in my entire life, let hey. me tell you. Because hey. 
this woman changed my life for the better. And by 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 going through those files, you got access to her drawers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You see what is my boy right here? <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love you. That's incredible. Let's talk a little bit about cannabis as I spark this joint up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that, man. man, because like that's the one thing that we had. If there was a budget that we made during the pandemic for something, it was like we got money for food and weed. Bro, it was it was it was no joke, but it was thought out so well. <laughs> Shout out to my mom not cooking. And making me figure it out when I was very young. Shout out to Dr. Cottrell. We love you. That's my. That's one of my other moms. And uh, we appreciate you. We're sending you lots of love and warm wishes right now. Uh, no, for real though. But but we did. Tell me about your journey into cannabis, brother. Tell me about where it all started and what what. Tell me what cannabis means to you. Let's get at that off the rip. Um, I can definitely say that uh, the way I grew up, it was. It was something taboo, of course. Um, always. I was always that one in the crew that, like, I ain't smoked, but I, I rolled. I rolled. I rolled for everybody. I used to roll some, some tight-ass J's, too. Still do. Type, well, not J's, blunts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I understand. And uh, I remember it was uh, summertime, and every Sunday everybody would go up to Drew Hill Park, and it's like, this is like the spot where you kind of just like, you know, roll up in your car and kind of post up. You know what I'm saying? You go mm-hmm. off your Lexuses and your Axe and your Jeeps. You know what I'm saying? And you just you park and you got the girls coming through. You just hollering through at the girls. Everybody's showing out. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. rolling some J's. Like, you know, we, we pull a little bit away before we roll through. And uh, it was me, my boy Rudy, and I think it was my boy Melvin. R.I.P. Rudy, R.I.P. Fat Rudy from Brownfish, hip hop legend, bro. That was like a brother to me. Miss we miss that, you. Miss that dude. Um, yeah, so like he having like this dumbass debate, and I'm just sitting in the back listening to these guys argue back and forth. So like you know, I finished rolling the blunt, so now I'm like you know taking the, the lighter and I'm you know drying it off, you know, with with the lighter. Some good shit. So they still talking, so I'm just like, fuck it. I'm a I'ma burn the edge and get it started. They gonna they're gonna stop talking eventually. So I hit the edge of hit the edge of it with the lighter. Pull it a little bit just to get the, the edge and oh shit. I just smoked weed. That's like what I thought in my mind. So I was like, fuck it, it wasn't nothing. Rip it, it again. Two, rip it two more times. Bro, like <laughs> 20 minutes later, bro, like, these motherfuckers turn around like, hey, 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 yo, what the, what the fuck you doing? <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm, like, super stoned at this point, and I just look at them, and I hand the J-Beck off, so, like, there you go. And they just, like, hey, yo, fucking Dutch, yo. And, bro, when I stepped outside that car, like, the sky was so blue, and the trees were so green, it was just... It it was like some movie shit, man. I it's was a so new day. Ha- I was so happy. <laughs> I mean, like all my senses was on like a thousand, and at the time it was probably some bullshit ass weed, you know. But like you know, you I, ain't never smoked before, yeah, so you don't know no better. And I was a late bloomer, but like from that point on, I can definitely say like 
that has always been my go-to even over alcohol. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm a whiskey connoisseur. I'm a, I'm a left bank Bordeaux type dude all day. You know, but like, mm. I've I've definitely like you know had a chance to like experience like some really great cannabis and like and being like some good situations where it it was around. It's like fine wine. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to explain. Uh, we, damn, we're blessed. Yeah. Being out in California, having access, like, you come across shit all the time where it's like, what is that? That's what, uh, like, what was it? My boy was telling me, he was like, bro, you got to try this purple unicorn. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, yes, whatever that is, I want it. Right now there's cereal milk, you know, shit like that. that I you, turned you on to that cereal you No, know, you really did. That shit is nice. And it was, I'm like, what? Get out of here. That and that pink Picasso. See what I mean? You ever heard of some shit like Pink Picasso back in Baltimore? Fuck no, you bro. You just smoking Reggie. Nah, man. <laughs> you didn't we did we didn't have names for weed really. Like if you got it for like some white boys, they call it kind bud or homegrown. Other than that, you get some Reggie. Or we call it Reggie Miller. Or like you wouldn't Hit even deep. you wouldn't even call it you wouldn't even call it the weed. You just call it where you where you get it from. <laughs> oh, you got some of that Park Heights shit. <laughs> but, but bro, you like, tell. a dime a, a dime bag used to go far as shit, bro. They used to have dimes <laughs> back in the day, man. You could get, like, four four blunts out that shit. No no lie. What? Yo, there was this dude back in the day called a staple, staple man, man. And you go out to, like, these Chinese food stores, and that's where you, that's where you pick up your green, man, you know. Corner boys come up in there, serve you up real quick, and you get these bags that were like staple. Ten bucks. I mean, like sometimes I'd be Wait, some ten bucks. Ten bucks for an eighth? No, not for an eighth for a dime bag. Oh, okay, for shit. a dime. I was like, what the? F-? I wouldn't smoke that shit. Fuck that. Yeah, right. Yeah. I'd be like, you keep that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's in there, but yeah, so that one, ain't for me. So one time, one of my boys were trying to uh, go get some, so I told him where to go. These motherfuckers roll up. <laughs> These white boys fucking roll up with Park Heights. <laughs> fucking like 9 o'clock at night and ask for 80 dime bags. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> I said, how are you alive telling this story? <laughs> how did they not From take who? Your, how did they not take your fucking car? Right. They, they, they listened to me tell a story, and one day I wasn't around. To, to tell them not to do this because they're probably going to get shot. 100%. But you know how it be sometimes. Fuck that, man. We don't need Dutch. He's just exaggerating. Baltimore is not that dangerous. You don't get man, when Man, when they came back, they were like, we'll never do that again. <laughs> He's like... He no was, shit. Yeah. And, and, and the funniest part was, like, they got it. No. Yeah, they got it. They got they and got, kept their car. They got six. They got six out of eight. <laughs> <laughs> I said that ain't bad. That ain't bad. Y'all got a C. Look, that's enough. Y'all got a C plus. Yeah, right. I will take that. Okay, so now that you smoked all of this, all of this amazing weed. Now that you've been out here in Cali and had all this crazy opportunity, uh, you know we bless as fuck to have all that. You got any favorite strains? Um, I would say. 
Well, I'm I'm definitely gonna go back to that cereal milk. Yeah, that's your Steve's right there, isn't cereal, it? Cereal, cereal milk's dope. Yeah. Um, I had a chance to uh, do that strain from uh, the Purple Urkel. That shit was amazing. It was super wow. tasty. Wow. Um, Yum. I would say. Uh, Platinum OG and it's not that I can't remember. It's just like now I'm thinking like, damn, like I smoked on like some good strength. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, so Platinum OG, cereal milk, maybe some of that pink Picasso. Yeah, I'll, yeah, but like, but pink Picasso is new. Okay. It's, so it needs time to be vetted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I feel that. Yeah. I definitely feel that. How has cannabis... Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. That, the uh, Gelato 33. Okay. Yeah. I'd fuck with anything Gelato. I just had some Gelato 41 that was nasty. So delicious. Frosty out all get out, man. You wouldn't believe it. So tell me, how has cannabis positively benefited you, bro? Has it been something that has healed you in a way? It, uh, I would definitely say that in the times of my life where it was required to have mental restraint and to not succumb to the, the strong emotions that come with, like, stress. Right. I would probably, like, find... I was still. I feel like I would still find my path, but I would find it in a way where, like, I would be a completely fucked up, <laughs> stressed out person, right? Like a raccoon face, you know, with the fucking bags under the <laughs> eyes and just like crying and just fucked mm-hmm. up looking. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. That's quite the image. It it for for me like it it gives me it gives me like almost like a mental timeout to like honestly get over myself first of all, because that's half the problem. Is is us having problems, and then like us dealing with like our own conception of what our own self image is, right? And it it just it just like for that moment, like I I get I get away from that shit, and I really get to be at peace and kind of really appreciate the little shit. There's 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 this concept that the Danes, the Danish people have, the Danes. The Danes. Look, I miss these motherfuckers already. Look. Yeah, you do. It's called Huga. Huga, right? H-Y-G-G-E. And it just means, like, the, the overall concept is cozy. But it goes so much deeper in, like, a philosophical context. It's kind of like being content with what you have, like, at that moment. Like, if you think about, like, life and, like, when we face adversity and we have stress and trauma, you go through it in that moment. You have the experience in that moment, and then you walk away with some of those after effects. Uh-huh. But it was still that moment that passed. You still live in new days, but you bring in that old moment with you. And they focus so much on just, like, remembering that, like, hey, like, you're in the middle of fucking Scandinavia in the winter, but, like, there's fire, there's family there's a blanket there's right that there's always something something to look forward to 
Because the because there's the, warmth the, everywhere. The night the night's gonna keep going. The day is gonna keep going. Tomorrow's coming whether you like it or not. Facts. So like find some comfort, find some good in what you got right there in that moment. And that's what I think. Like when I took time to smoke, it it overall guided me along that principle. And then I would do stuff to to help it. Like when I smoke, like I like to clean cook mm-hmm. i like to fucking like listen to like some good music i like to fucking like zone out and, I th- and just like give my brain a rest man because like bro like i'm fucking a machine other than that i'm just always thinking about what next and what to what to do and what's coming up and having plan b's and plan c's because like the shit we went through was gnarly bro and like i don't never want to get caught slipping like you Ever should, again. Every morning you saw me, like, I was on, like, some shit where, like, you know, I just, we need to be ready, you know? Yep. And because, like, you know, there's some shit going on, and, and there is some shit going on. Yeah. <laughs> there's always some shit going on. But, like, you know, it feels good to not be lacking. It feels good now to know that, like, if that was bad, and we're sitting here in the radio station now, I'm just coming back from Europe. You got all this crazy shit going on. We're about to link up and do some stuff like, fuck it. Right. You know? Huga. Fuck it. Huga. Huga. Yeah. That's it. Still here, still bumping. So, like, I guess, like, you know, having 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 that chance and being able to smoke, at least, like, I'm a wake and bake, you know? Mm-hmm. I know that at that point, that's going to be the only time I get to do what I want to do during the day. <laughs> the rest of the rest of my day is fucking subjective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts. <laughs> That's the truth. Depending on how that phone looks. Yeah, it's yep. the last thing I want to look at. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like from there, I just know, like, all right, I can go on the rest of my day. Like, I got, I started out the beginning part doing something that made me happy. Now I can go out the rest of my day. I know that might sound fucked up for some people, but that, that's just how I roll. That's all right. You got to do you. You got to do your thing, bro. Mm-hmm. That's that's the most important thing. If you could give any advice out there to people going through some shit, to maybe some people struggling, you know, people having battling mental issues, what would that be? What would that look like? I, w- I would tell people, first of all, like, definitely... Like, all right, I got to 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 go into answering this question. I got somebody that like you know is close to me in my life, and like I was new to all this whole like you know mental illness and all that. Like you know where I come from, like you don't got time for mental illness. Like you, you gotta go to work. Like right, <laughs> like, got shit to do. Yeah, you got shit to do. Like I'm I'm sorry you don't feel good, but like you still gotta pay your rent. And in different scenarios, people just, like, react different. And, like, I was with somebody who, like, was very sensitive to, like, you know, mental illness and, like, what they were going through. And at first it was, like, they were just like, well, how can you think so harshly? I'm just like, well, how can you not, like, look into what I'm trying to say? And we just bumped heads all the time. And I really had to, like, chill out for a moment and really, like, look out myself and, like, kind of just be like, bro, like, you can't treat everybody like how you were treated. Right. 
So like that's my, not fair. Well, yeah, like so like my first thing is just like be honest and and open about like what is going on with you because like people want to help you. So like if you tell them like you know what's going on, you don't got to be so in depth, but just like let them know how you feel. Like that can be that that stepping stone to like that support that you might not even know that you need. Like be honest with like you needing help or you feeling some sort of way. You know, I never had somebody tell me before, like, I can't be around people today. Like, that fucked me up. But, like, I had to, like, really, like, kind of look at it from a different way. From some, from a new perspective that you never had before. Bro, a fresh I, set of eyes. Bro, like, somebody describing anxiety to me from, like, their standpoint. Like, I don't know. I might have some shit up with me. I don't know. I, I But honestly, like, I work so much. Like, I don't, I don't got time to figure that shit out. Right. I, 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 got I, feel, time I feel I'm functioning. So, like, you know, I made it here, and I put my pants on today. No, I'm, 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 I'm kidding. But, <laughs> but, my shit right but, there. But, 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 but my thing was, like, as, as soon as I knew it was up, I, I developed, like, instant um, empathy. And mm-hmm. I, I, I did research. Um, I got on, like, a support blog, like, to find out, like, you know, people who are friends, people going through that, just, like, to, you know, see what's up. And I can easily say, like, I talk to that person every day, and, like, they're, they are on the path to getting better. But, like, our relationship has grown so much more stronger because, like, you know, I have a better understanding of what they're going through. And I want to be more supportive of people that are going through that, man. There's so many people that are, like, suffering silently. Amen. You know? Constantly. You know, I read this shit. What I, I saw this on my phone today, and I don't know if this is targeted advertisement or what, but I don't give a shit because it's real. Surgeon General warns of emerging youth mental health crisis in rare public advisory. So even the Surgeon General is coming out and saying, hey, kids are having trouble with their mental health, much more so than before, and being real about it for the first time in history where people have usually before been like, ah, suck it up, don't cry, don't have emotions, you know, all that garbage, that shit that doesn't work anymore. Everything that you feel and everything that you go through is so valid that it doesn't matter how old you are listening to this, you are enough and you matter. Because we need you. Spread that to your family. Spread that to your friends. Spread that to your loved ones, your kids, your significant other, whoever it is. Everybody is suffering silently, like Dutch said. Yeah. And 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 honestly, from you know, just to just to to back up what you say, like, bro. I mean, I really wish that I could, it's not even put yourself in that person's shoes, but it's just like, I wish, well, I mean, I can. I can educate myself more about like what's going on, but like when it comes to your friends, man, you just want to take that pain away, yeah. you know? Because like those are your people. That, like, that's, what, that's what really hit home with like my whole situation. And I want to be able to make a platform just like how you're doing, but like I want to do it through music because like a lot of musicians go through the same shit, bro. And it's like Mm. this path to being in the industry and trying to 
follow your dreams and be successful, not only by your measure of success, but like what the industry standard of success Unquote. is. That is like some things that like can chip away at your mental health and psyche and and physical health. And a lot of people just, they go through it, man. They just think, well, all right, well, if I keep working and then they fucking just put themselves in this box and they get alienated and then they're away from family and friends and then their life goes this way or then it's a thing just about financials and it just bears down with the stress and all that, bro. It's like it's snowballs. Yeah. And nobody ever comes through to be like, bro, I know you just recorded a hundred songs today, but like you enough. Mm -hmm. Like you, like, I know you want this deal and all that, but bro, like for a minute, like you also are here because like you have people that believe in you. Mm -hmm. And I get that a contract is everything, but like, but is it, but aren't you, aren't you always saying you're doing this for, for your family? Your family don't want to see you wreck yourself. No. There's always a cost, right? Bro, I had to check myself, man. I had to I had to really look at my relationship with myself, my family, my health, my 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 inner peace with my God. And that's why I feel comfortable in the path where I'm at. Billion dollars, chilling with Kanye, hopefully one day. Kanye, if you out there, holla at your boy. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye had come on the show, bro. But 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 other than that, like, I'm on a path and I got a good plan. And, like, it's been easier now because, like, I got family. I got over, like, my ego in a way. I've been able to ask for help, and that's been fucking helpful. Like, that's literally why help was invented. Like, goddamn. Yeah, big facts, isn't it? It's so hard to ask for shit sometimes. It's so hard to ask for help because you're worried you will be perceived less than. You are worried that you will be perceived differently by them because you are without and they are with. But the thing is about unconditional love is that you don't need to qualify for it. If someone has something and they love you and they want to help you, it shouldn't really be an issue. I know it's hard, you know, but sometimes somebody just need someone in need and if they have if they can summon enough bravery and courage because believe me as somebody who's been there it the hardest thing in the world for me is to ask for anything you're not you're not you're not even worried about them saying no no that's, that's not that's it at the all. Fu- that's that the most nothing fucked up part. to fucking do with it bro you know they're going to say yes but it's just what you think is going to come along with that yes exactly and that's even worse and you're like, you're just stressed about it. You're worried about it. And, and man, have compassion Bro, for I, people I, like that. Because so, there's everybody you know would love to ask somebody they know for something. But it's that shit is just difficult. I, and so when somebody can do it, even if you can't, have compassion for it. Because that alone takes such great strength and bravery be able to do and if you've done that before if you're able to do that be able to pat yourself on the back be able to recognize the kind of growth that you have and that you've made because damn if that shit isn't hard even like you know even when something as simple as like you go with your homies and you go ride 
And they're like, yo, I'll throw you some money for gas. And you're like, for sure. And then you go spend three and a half, four hours together, right? And, like, the conversation is, like, four hours old, so nobody's, like, thinking about it. And, like, you, you, you know, you kind of, like, you dropping everybody off at the end of the night. And it's hard sometimes to ask your homie for ten bucks. Shit, not in Baltimore. They, 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 you, <laughs> these motherfuckers lock the door. You got to pay $10 to get in the car. That shit's <laughs> like a fucking club and shit. Half up front, motherfucker. That's it. Like coat like co- check and shit. No exceptions. <laughs> That's amazing. But but really, you know, like r- really it is because sometimes because that that's just a conversation for some people that's super awkward. And there's nothing wrong with that. But people can hold space for that. People can hold space for you. Because you learned, I learned, to be able to ask for what it is that you want, what it is that you need. It's all available to you, and you're worthy of it. But you have to believe, and then when you believe and you ask, then you can be ready to receive it. But not until you fucking believe, and that is facts right there. And you have to respect the generosity of the people helping you. Uh, 200%. Like, like when you accept that help, have a plan. Right. Don't just take, like, like. Honestly, my rule of thumb is like, if you're going to help me, bro, I'm going to break that shit down like Ocean's Eleven. I'm like, all right, here, cue the music. <laughs> I'm going to start here and do blah, blah, blah. And I need to do blah, blah, blah. And by this time, I, I'm going to hit you give you money back. Boom. That's it. And I, and I keep it moving. Yeah. Keep it moving. Yeah. And just have that gratitude, be grateful, and be willing to give back when the opportunity presents itself. That, that I think, is is something that, like, a lot of people struggle with and that's okay you know but like it's a practice skill to be able to you know say thank you some some people can't even receive i know some people that you know like i i have brought gifts to i've tried to help out take care of people no 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 i'm not doing that like take it they'll refuse your money they'll refuse your gifts they'll refuse everything it's almost offensive to give them something and that's cool that's fine but, like, if you can be blessed by somebody to give the gift, be be grateful as that opportunity and go all the way in and make sure to give back and make sure to show your love and your gratitude and your appreciation because that, that goes a long way, you know? It doesn't have to be some mass grand gift on the same scale, but just to know that you care, that, that people care, right? In my experience... That is that is the biggest thing. Like, you don't usually do something for people with an expectation of some type of return. But even somebody just being like, thank you, right, for a blessing is like, yeah, you no, know, it's cool. You know, that no problem. Like, that's, that is, that's no problem. Facts. So live in that gratitude. You really, you won't, you won't forget that at all. You won't regret that. That's what I meant to say. You won't regret that at all. That's something I try to focus on every day. If you're having a hard time right now and you need something, a new piece, maybe that you could add to your morning routine, that would be helpful. Start the day and list three things you're grateful for. You can just do three, man. Even two, even one, whatever. Something new to start your day. Something you're thankful for when you start the day. That's what I love to focus on in the morning. Also, catch yourself in the moment right now. Find find your instant huga. Like, stop right now. Like, if you're listening to this right now, like, mm. literally, like, look at where you're at right now and just... Think of like legit three things right now that you literally are glad glad for. There's a lot of beautiful things around you in your life. Remember I said earlier in this episode, remember 
to be thankful for the things you have in your life today that you used to pray for. I could not imagine, I could not tell 20-year-old version of myself that I will be here right now. He was wildin'. <laughs> that motherfucker would laugh in my face. He'd be like, anniversary? You tripping? And we don't do that, right? Smoking weed on the radio? What? No, 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 no. That, that's not our steez. Like, oh, okay, well, sorry, brother, it is. Shout, that's out, what you- shout out to Hayes, man. This, this is dope. I'm, yeah, I'm, bro. I'm definitely looking on bringing the affiliated family through. Shout out, affiliated. Shout out. Let's give shout outs right now. Give shout outs to your social handles. Give shout outs to your people. Let's do that. All right, bet. Let's do it. Uh, check it out. First of all, I just want to give you guys much love. Send good vibes out there in the universe. It's your boy. At Dutchington K. Digler. That's Dutch Digler, D-I-G-L-E-R, Instagram. I'm representing that independent, hot, hot label coming out of Copenhagen, Denmark, Affiliated. Mm. You're going to check that out. That's at Affiliated CPH on IG. Yay. Yo, wherever you are right now, whatever you're going through, you are enough and you matter. Shout out Once Upon a Crime. Much love, babe. We will catch you next time. Dutch, thank you for everything, brother. Love you, man. Much love, Zeus, man. Thank you for bringing me in the building, man. Blood Talk. We'll catch you soon. And we keep it, keep it rolling like. Step up in the building with my man Zeus throwing down the boat. Mm, what you want to do, like? Come on, D. Dutchie in the building, like. Hey. Pull up on the. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> That's what we got for y'all. Blunt Talk with Zeus. We'll catch you next time. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network. Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.